everybody, and welcome to Becky Left the Chat, scheduled one fall. My name is Pat, joined by my lovely co-host, Jen. Hello. So, as we all know, we are on the march to WrestleMania. Jen, we're going to cover March and early part of April, up to the Mania. We're on the road. Everybody needs to know, did you call your local cable company? Me? Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, I've had that shit on lock for a while now. <sighs> Good, because, I mean, I haven't made the call yet. I'm concerned. Mm, I'm concerned. You, you better make that call before... Um, I'm concerned that I'm going to call an offer to pay for something that already happened. And maybe they'll think that I'm crazy. Oh. You got to get your DeLorean. You got to get in the DeLorean. Right. Ooh, she just mm. opened up a can. A little early for it to be whoop ass. It's okay. It's a Diet Dr. Pepper with cream soda. Wow classy mm-hmm. well let's get into it everybody so we are going to cover a couple superstars episodes but really the main uh meat that we have here is going to be the march to wrestlemania on primetime wrestling so that bad boy is available on peacock peacock march 29th 1992 we are going to get um you know, well we'll start quick with the superstars so those on youtube mm-hmm. um they lost sound pretty quick yeah, and, and by the, pretty quick, the first one, I think you get one match. Yeah. And, and like one promo. The and, promo that you get is great, though. Yeah. I mean, the promo is good. You want to tell them about it? Yeah. It's Go. it's just flair and perfect talking on a podium to an empty auditorium about their dealings with Elizabeth and the unveiling of a... What is it called? A a big a big picture a big spread a big picture. Centerfold. Centerfold. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'll take centerfold for two thousand. Right. They're gonna unveil it at WrestleMania of Elizabeth, uh-huh. and then everybody will know that they're telling the truth. Okay. All right. Anyway, it's funny because they're in like an empty room. I mean, the, the rest... they make no qualms about it. They show no, the empty room. Hundred percent. And then like Flair just starts wooing like a maniac. It's it's funny. I mean, the, the rest is, like we said, audio janks out, so we lose it. And we're just in a situation that really we're, we're um, watching some dead air. Because the, the this primetime wrestling seemed to be a very well-produced piece. I'm not watching wrestling unless I can hear it. I just, I, not, I can't. It's, it's the crowd is, unwatchable. The crowd is integral and uh, definitely the announcers. Yeah. But the road to WrestleMania on the primetime wrestling... Has our fearless owner, although currently he's only listed as an announcer, Vince McMahon, uh, basically dedicating an episode to Hulk Hogan. An ode. Is this the end of the Hulkster's career? Is this the end of Hulkamania? Spoiler alert. Alert. alert, No. (laughs) Alert and alert. It is not the end of Hulk Hogan. Jen, I think we're going to see him again next year. What do you think? Uh, yeah. 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 So, this is not the end of Hulk Hogan. But wait, we, I feel like we just see, I, I, you know, I don't remember, so I'm not even gonna. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying. I, I, I know, I know we see him at WrestleMania next year, but I think that's like it really, right? I mean, he doesn't maybe. like. I guess we'll find out. Maybe there's thunder in paradise. I don't know. That's a deep cut. I know. I know it was. That was good. But <laughs> what we got on this primetime wrestling, we're going to run it down. Because oh, the man. primetime wrestling show... pretty silly today. Pretty cool show. So the primetime wrestling show, it seemed to be that their angle or their gimmick or what they like to do 
was they like to kind of run down some old ma- uh, matches and talk about them too. That was like a part of the whole thing. And this is what comes before. Well, I think that was just because this was special. This isn't no, I, a normal. From what I read, this is what that's kind of what they did. Oh, I'm proud because this was actually Sometimes called like March to WrestleMania. I guess yeah. it was like a special. But um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. Maybe we should. Uh... Yeah, they're hard. You know, the thing is that they're hard to find in their entirety. I've noticed. Yeah. Like I've I've searched for some, and I can find like snippets. Well, this one specifically. We had, you know, the, the, the maniac is really the, the centerpiece. So we're going to run it down as we, as it was presented. So they presented, um, you know, Vince presented his favorite wrestler. Um, I believe he's said this before too, is Andre. So there's a Hulk Andre mm-hmm. WrestleMania three. That's what we saw first in its entirety. Yeah. Um, Big. obviously towards the end of Andre's career. Yeah. So he's a little limited in terms of movement, but yeah. he's huge. Um, the thing about Hulk Hogan is that he's huge. Right. And then, like, next to Andre the Giant, he doesn't really look very big. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. And that's really what this match showed. It showed largeness. El Largo. Two El Largo men. Mm-hmm. And it puts into perspective... You know, it, it sucks. It, it really sucks sometimes, because when you watch... Um, some of these other people and really who's going to take over here in the new generation a lot. It's tough when you see some of these older guys that are just so big, especially Andre specifically. Um, yeah, it's like, sad. could Shawn Michaels ever wrestle Andre the Giant like in their prime? Like what would happen there? Because Andre, I don't, he wasn't the most athletic dude, but he's just physically huge. So you're like, there's just no, that's just, it's every, I would imagine everything with him if we were alive back in the day and it was... You know, in the ni- early mid mid to early 1970s, and you got a flyer that said, hey, there's going to be a giant in town yeah. at a wrestling match. Right? It's not on TV. It's not whatever. And you go there, and you just see it. Like, everything had to be staged as Davis versus Goliath, probably. Yeah. You know, or two-on-one matches or whatever it was, because, like, this guy's just so big. Yeah. And you just would not believe that somebody, you know, a Shawn Michaels, a Bret Hart, somebody like that, like, they're really going to be able to stand up to that guy they're just normal-sized people. Right. In yeah, a ring. You, know, yeah. you know, obviously, if they cheat or do whatever, that's different. But, I mean, like, we're talking about in a ring setting. So, we're it's talking about a lot cool. of cheating that's going to be... Yeah. I mean, it was pretty enjoyable to see Hulk versus Andre yeah. in a sense that, um, you know, we weren't expecting it. And I was like, okay, cool. This right. is Right. Nice. And we didn't, you know... I wasn't watching wrestling during WrestleMania 3. So, no, like... No, yeah, yeah, No, I was four. Exactly. Five years old. We yeah, were little so. tiny people. But, um, so, it was cool that, you know... You have to start somewhere, and we started where we started, but it's always good to see, like, the legends and stuff that came before. Exactly. You know, like... So, it was it was pretty exciting, and... Uh, and that inspired you to put on a Battle Royale from, was it WrestleMania, was it five? I think it was five. I believe so. Um, but, yeah, I went and, and uh, jumped on a Battle Royale because I saw that Bret Hart was one of the last people in the 20-man battle royale. So I was like, wow, this is pretty it was, cool. It was really cool. Because it just like we just went right to that uh, that part of the uh, the event, watched that. And like I said, it was it was pretty cool. And I know this is off subject, but I will tell you um, that that made me happy because sometimes in these like Royal Rumble battle royale things, I'm like, these big guys, like you'll see like, Davy boy pick someone up over their head and then like go over to the rope and then just kind of like drop them on the rope and i'm like you could just throw this guy yeah. outside of the ring like I, like i i mean i get that it's you know not quote unquote real so that's why they're not doing that but it's like 
you actually saw like I'm pretty sure it didn't end with like Andre the Giant like picking up Brett and just throwing him. Hundred percent. Just <laughs> boom, just, right just on the exactly floor. like you would expect. Exactly like unless like... everybody just stopped and they're like, all right, we're gonna throw out this big guy and they tired him out enough, but you know that just didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it though. It, it was a fun little the you get to hole. see the 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 Bret Hart um the Bret Hart in blue, which was a uh... yeah. Well, because that was the Hart Foundation, so actually, yeah. I don't know exactly when it was, but I think it was WrestleMania five. It was fun, uh, and then and then we're gonna go right into here from this Andre talk, which fun little little diversion that you can find yourself on. We were given more of the Hulk Sid feud, mm-hmm. so we're just kind of told more about that, you know, or showing the same promos the that same, we've been going yeah. through, you know, where the beef started, hyping it up, hyping it up for the big Sid killing uh, Virgil, Sid trashing the barber shop. Like, you know, Sid leaving Hogan on that, uh, what was that, Saturday Night Main Event that we watched and we went over. All the same stuff. Just rehashing, coming just back. Just reminding you that he rules the world. Yeah. We did get a Sean Piper match. That was fun. Yeah, you know what? That, last that match was good. And then Brett came out. That and match was fun because it was actually like... Piper's just fun. He like you know mm-hmm. like he just so I like that he just throws a punch and they were like slapping each other, kind of fighting over Sherry a little bit because Piper like smacked her ass. No, I, as we've been doing the rewatch, is there anyone that Piper reminds you of in terms of like him having the belt? Like, how does it make you feel? Because to me, I get a lot of like Undertaker vibes. Let's say in like ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight range, where it's kind of like you need someone to hold the belt. And here's a guy that's holding the belt. So you don't care that Piper has the belt. He's fun with the belt. And you're like, it's cool if he wins. But it's it's not like this. It, it doesn't. Like the fact that he's got the IC, IC title now. Like I don't really feel like. Just because of like his stature. Like I just don't. I, I feel like he's almost above the title. Like it's like at least the way it's set up now. It's, yeah, it is like a weird thing. It, that yeah. It like would... He's with the, the kind of the bigger guys right now. And it's like, okay, well, he's just like waiting in this little pool. Like He seems like a big fish in this pool. That's kind of the thing with Undertaker where, where I'm referencing and why I'm asking. You know, maybe I'm wrong, but you just get the feeling when Undertaker's there with the WWF title, like, he has more aspirations. He wants to actually, like, you know, kidnap people and sacrifice bury them alive and, and sacrifice them. Like, he's not really concerned with trivial things like titles. And he's stuff. spending his spare time uh, crafting um, caskets. Yeah, like, he's not, like, he's not, and, and, and you know, that's that's why I'm representing that, because it's like, Roddy Piper just wants to have, beat people up and have fun. Like, he doesn't care who it is. Well, for a while, I mean, well, when we started our rewatch, which was uh, towards the end of 91, um, we started releasing these episodes in the beginning of 92, but we started a few months before that, and, like, Piper was, like, commentating for a while. Yeah. Wasn't really wrestling too much, so... um I mean, obviously, he had a big career before all of this. So, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. It's almost, it would almost be weird if um, Undertaker had, like, the IC belt in 96. You'd be like, what? what? You, no, you, what? You know I, what I, mean? I, I, I don't even mean the IC belt. I just mean a belt because you, cause it's like Bret Hart had it. He had the feud with the Mountie, which we went over kind of into 91. Then he gets the flu, which we went over here. Which we know really behind the scenes is a contract dispute. So um, then they drop it to Piper because Piper's just a placeholder. Like he's he's not going to be the guy that's going to drive this. Like he's it's not that's not that he's just holding it till we can you know reconfigure our storyline. You know, like and, and so that's that's kind of what I mean because like in the like the Undertaker when he's got the belt, it's like 
he's having he does his own things. He's doing his own stories and his own stuff that really doesn't revolve around any of this I stuff. Mean, I guess I didn't think about it that way. Um, but I can see what you're saying for sure. Like, well, I just feel like sometimes there's certain guys, and I mean, now now we're really going to start to, um, as we go into our next episode, which is WrestleMania, and then coming out of WrestleMania, there's certain guys that you're like, okay. Like, right now, Sid, you know, as we're talking about the feud, Sid seems like he's got a lot of that energy. He seems like, okay. But, like, in he cuts a great promo. But in the ring, you're like, can he carry a whole match that I'm really entertained for, like, a 60-minute match? I don't know. Well, 60-minute matches, especially. I'm just saying. You've seen one 60-minute match, and you were bored nah. out of... You, yeah, <laughs> I, when we when we get there, I mean, I wasn't usually... We'll but, have to have a, a debate about whether or not that was a good match. But some but. guys just seem to have it, where it's a combination of everything. And there's really two guys right now that we know that are coming right around the corner. It's going to be Sean. It's going to be Brett. It's going to be... that they, they really combine both. That I think that you're like, you know, someone like Piper, he's got so much fun energy. Yeah. And, you know, someone like The Undertaker, he's just got such a wild, amazing gimmick. And he's so, he could wrestle, he could do <laughs> no, everything. He makes the stupidest gimmick. The greatest thing Amazing. Ever. Yeah. It's not an amazing gimmick. No, no, no. He just, just does he a just, really good yeah, job at selling he just it. elevates it to such a level. But, like, it's also because of his gimmick, it brings him into a different world, right? Because he's hanging out. With Paul Bear in the funeral parlor, and he's doing those sort of things, like, and he's who just knows this, what he's this nebulous creature. I don't even know if he's human, to be honest. We with don't. You. We haven't even sussed that out oh, yet. Oh, boy. So it's one of those things where you're here, and you're here now, and you're you know you're watching Roddy Piper hold the title, and you're like, he can't hold this title for an extended period of time, right? That's not going to happen. And, and you know, spoiler alert: we got WrestleMania around the corner. Maybe he doesn't. You know, but I really just I love his energy. Piper? I, yeah, I love yeah. the promos he cuts. Like you mentioned, he was in a completely different role before. He was announcing. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? I don't know how long he was doing that, you know, if he was hurt or what the case was. But, um, yeah, this match is fun because their energies match each other. Yeah. They both come off like they absolutely want to beat the shit out of each other. And Piper's really, like, scrappy, you know, and he's like yeah. a brawler. He's not really trying yeah, to do wrestling fun. moves. And yeah. it's... I feel like Shawn Michaels will kind of match what anybody's style is. Like he'll yeah, he'll match that, agree. you know. And he scrappy he, style. He pulls a it's... lot out. Shawn pulls a lot out. He he pulls a lot out because he's got a lot of Ric Flair in him that he, you know, really sells moves really well. I I I think yeah. I think there's his level and Ric Flair's level on the ones and the Rock. The Rock does it really well. And then there's, you know, the complete opposite, which is The Undertaker and Kane, where they're like, okay, you're going to do a move, but I'm just going to get up. Oh, they're just like... They're a, just going to keep getting up. They're just a boulder. Right? Right, right, right. Right. So it doesn't... You do whatever moves you want. Right. It's never going to stop me. I'm just going to keep coming. Um, and, and, you know, the regular guys land somewhere in, in between, where sometimes you're like, ah, but I mean, Sean does a really good job. He does a good job in this match, too. Yeah, um, this match is a lot of fun. Um, it ends... With a disqualification. Shocking. And Sean wins, which is actually shocking because you would think oh. he would be the one to like try and hit Piper with the boot, which I think he, he does hit Piper with Sherry's boot and then Piper gets the boot and goes to hit Sean. But then at that point, the ref wakes up because, you know, he was knocked out. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, guys. It's hard to be a wrestling referee. I just... It's a know. very dangerous job. And uh, obviously someone's got to do it, but... I so mean, if I can go back in time... In my DeLorean. The first thing I do is go back and order 
this pay-per-view to make sure that I'm talking to the right people so I can watch it. Mm-hmm. The second thing I would do. You don't want to miss out and then find out the next day what happened. True. The right. second thing I would do is grab that DeLorean, mm-hmm. go back in time, meet up with my college age self, give him the information Biff style. Well, so you're going forward in time after you go back in time to make sure you watch this. Right. But technically we're always back in time. So then I'd give him all the answers uh, and all the tech info that he needs. So I'd give him all the answers for the Super Bowl winners as well as tech stock info. Mm-hmm. So that by the time I got here, then I'd have just like a bank account that I've made for myself in the past because I'd make sure that I gave myself specific instructions. Hopefully I followed it. But if I could do three things, if I could go back in time a third time. <laughs> okay. I would really sit everyone down in the WWF and be like, look. Everyone. Look. We are using video technology. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to, to do replays and get these matches right. <laughs> I think that would be problematic for a lot of the people employed because, by because the World in, Wrestling Federation at this time. Spoiler alert, in 1995, I'm pretty sure, or 94, there's like a Royal Rumble. Could even be 93. Mm-hmm. There's a Royal Rumble. Where we happen to not have. Could be 99. I don't even know. It's 94. I don't know. I know where you're going with this. Do you? Mm -hmm. Because you know what? If I just had the right camera angle. If I just had reps positioned correctly. I might know whose feet actually touch first. Um. Yeah. And that's the thing. Why can't we get this together? Why can't we get our shit together? Why can't we hire reps that aren't uh, delicate flowers? I don't know. But we have so many of them. Why not just have a ref sitting ringside too? So like when we knock one out, the next guy just comes in. He's like, a um, you know, the NFL's got like six judges. If one guy goes down, they bring in another guy. He takes it his It takes spot. like six minutes for one to run out from the back. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, but we're also just disregarding all the out. things that the announcers have literally told us have occurred. So I'm like, come on, man. Let's, let's, let's button this up. But having said that, somebody lost and somebody won. And Bret Hart came out to ensure that... Sean would not walk away with the belt because he wants his belt back and he, he does. has an upcoming match with Roddy Piper at WrestleMania. And Bobby does hint towards Sean having his eye on the Intercontinental belt during the match. So we see all these things um, setting up all these future events. True. True. We then had Word. flu. We then had... Uh, Is true. We had an interview with Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> we had an interview with Miss Elizabeth, right? She wanted to set the record straight. Those are actually pictures with her with her and Randy. <laughs> Superimposed. So we Randy is on his... He can't be here for the interview with you, mm-hmm. Vince, because he's on his way right now in his car. To the, I can't imagine how crazy the, the man is driving, but he's... Yeah, he's on his way to the to the magazine publisher. To the magazine headquarters to make sure everybody understands With this is the negatives. Bullshit. Yeah, he's got all the negatives. What again? I not going to really get into. I mean, um, listen, this is a a time when I don't know when Photoshop became big. I do know that I used it uh, in the two thousands at a, you know a job that I had, and I could superimpose people in and out of pictures. Not. That seamlessly? I mean, I think that we're really... We need some real photo experts to get this seamless Well, if you're working at the WWF magazine and in the uh, layout department, you might be a photo expert. I mean, okay. 
Yeah. They had to take that to print. They didn't have a choice. We we definitely saw the man give the interview. Well, she's upset. She's embarrassed. She feels like um her her name is ruined. Um her family is embarrassed. Everybody so, looks at her differently I'm and she's just upset because Jack Tunney and the WWF magazine has always always shown respect to Mr. and Mrs. Macho. And um you know She's just really angry. Like, they didn't even ask them about these photos before they just went ahead all willy-nilly and published them. So, I'm just confused here. Okay. So, here's what I don't get. So, if if there was photos out there of, you, you know, Miss Elizabeth with Ric Flair. Elizabeth. And we say that those are not real. That's actually Macho Man. Why wouldn't Macho Man and Elizabeth just come out and be like, look. They never asked us. Those photos aren't real. And that's the end of it. Like, what about those photos that's so revealing? I, I don't understand. Did I miss, did I miss like, the sable bikini spread in, uh, in Playboy? Like, what did I miss? Is this, is it, I don't think it's a pornographic novel that we're talking about. Like, what exactly did I miss here? I did I miss it, something? I think it's just the Am idea. Am I wrong? I think it's just. Am I wrong? <laughs> just say it didn't happen. I don't understand. This is one of the most contrived you know, photographic feuds. proof that it did happen. Um, so Macho Man needs to bring those negatives because the negatives are real proof, right? Because an actual photo can be doctored, as we have learned back in the day with the photo negatives um, on actual film. Um, I think it's just the idea that a woman as classy and respected as Elizabeth savage macho macho savage would ever be romantically involved with a man the likes of rick flair ever ride space mountain ever do these things is just a, a horror to the whole macho family you know we're gonna have to go ahead and agree to disagree because i'm i still don't understand where where we're taking all that there I mean, here's I know, a, we're not disagreeing. Here's a I'm woman just, poolside that I'm just playing both she's, sides. She's reaching out a hand to with a strawberry. This is to what give I said to, to a, you. A man. I, I don't I understand said, what's so provocative. I'm sure there's been many times in my life where I've gone swimming with friends and eaten strawberries with them, and there was nothing romantic going on. I just don't, I, so I don't really understand. I don't understand. But we're here. This is what we get. This is part of the double main event. So at the top, we went over main event number one, the headliner. Is it Hulk Hogan's last match? Hulk versus Sid. Now, we just went over Bret Hart trying to get that title back with Roddy Piper. This is the contrived second part of the main event. These photos that have appeared out of nowhere. That They have not appeared out of nowhere. Damaged goods. You just, they keep saying damaged oh, they goods. They do keep I just saying damaged what goods. what that even means. They do. They do keep calling Elizabeth damaged goods. That, well, is, that is what Flair keeps doing. That is true. But we do take an inter- interview. And he does mention the ride on Space Mountain. He does. Which... <laughs> Again, I don't, like... I don't even know where to get with that. But we do take another interlude here on our primetime wrestling. We go to a Hulk Warrior match from WrestleMania 6. How do you feel about that match? It was good. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's These before, it's before yeah. our time, so it's hard. Um, There are people, and like, that's the thing. I don't, you know, I'm not going to sit here and shit on either of them just because they weren't my people on my time. Um, I mean, it's an epic match, and... Warrior wins, and I know that was, like, really exciting to a lot of people. Like, there are a lot of Ultimate Warrior fans, and, you know. Yeah, it was yeah, cool. It was a good match. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't... It was a lot of energy. I mean, people really felt... I'm sure 
it's one of those things where they were both so loved that like whoever won was it was going to be exciting but like you know it was fun yeah it was a good time then we brought it back bring it back and we just went through the whole jake the snake versus undertaker feud again i don't understand what the prop they both of them were trying to win the rumble he needed to hit a savage, whatever savage it was, with a chair. And now all of a sudden, these two have a blood feud? I think I figured it out. What's that? I think Taker has a thing for Miss Elizabeth and was just trying to save her. Undertakers have feelings, too. You know, that pregnant pause is because I don't know what thing you would have. Like, why wouldn't he have a thing for Sherry that came smitten to his uh, funeral parlor? Sherry is over the moon smitten for somebody else. I mean, she's not... Sure. I mean true he doesn't also like do you really choose who you have a thing for you know i I, I mean i I mean do you look at someone and say i i'm going to have a thing for that person or are you just he maybe he's just overcome with feelings for sherry uh not sherry for elizabeth you know and he just had to save her but like if he was so overcome with feelings for elizabeth Mm -hmm. doesn't he realize that he's literally gonna have to kill macho man in order to um act on this well no maybe he Listen, he knows an Undertaker's life is no life for a woman the likes of Elizabeth. Okay. But he just can't let her get smashed over the head with a chair and then suffer from CTE. And then who knows if she'll ever be the same again. So instead of letting that happen, he's going to help her out. And he's going to stay in the dark side and craft his coffins and, you know, do his eye rolling in the back of his head thing. And, you know. Gotcha. But he's going to try and, you know, save her life if he can. Her, her well-being is important to him. You know, um, you've made a, 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 a strong argument here. I thought so. About something that nobody cared about but us. And I, so for that, I commend you. Thank you. Um, but uh, I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. I mean, you asked me what I thought happened and I gave you... You laid it all out there. And, and I, all I would do is go down a different different track. And I don't think it would be necessary. I feel like you've really put some concrete on this super highway that actually the Undertaker has unrequited love for Miss Elizabeth, and he can't tell her about this love because he is an Undertaker, and it is a life of whittling caskets that only he can well, do and walk alone. She's a married woman, and she clearly loves her husband. So sure. what is he doesn't have a chance. He's, he's not a homewrecker. He's not, no. Listen, he's a lot of things. He's not a homewrecker. Got it. Also, okay. he was really involved that. with that whole snake scenario at the wedding. Maybe he felt guilty about it, you know? Now I feel like, you know, that's a bridge too far. Like, if you want if you want to say he had some love for her, but now all of a sudden he's feeling guilty about shit he did in August, I don't think so. <laughs> I just don't think so. I, I, I don't think he's Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably, I'm, I'm, I'm being silly. Yeah. I'm playing fast and loose with, Very with, fast with, my, and loose. Well, with my theories. We did get a Jake the Snake quick jobber match. He beat a jobber. Mm. We got a Flair jobber match. Flair beat a jobber. And then we end with Mr. McMahon and Hulk Hogan. Yep. Sitting together. Ending with a handshake. And a tear falling down everyone's eye as they realize this could be the last could sighting be. of the Hulkamania. No, Hulk Hogan can't. He can't say for sure. He, uh, you know, he can't say. Well, we're going to do. But he does want you to remember three things. What's that? Take your vitamins. Always. Train hard. Absolutely. Say your prayers. Got it. Okay. So we're going to do things a little differently. We're going to we're gonna give out our awards right now, and then we'll run down the card for next week's WrestleMania episode. So, Jen. Mm. 
Out of these things you saw, what was the best match? I think... Well, I feel like you have to give it to, like, one of the Hulk Hogan matches. Um, right? Because they're, like, classic. Sure. Um, I'm going to say the Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior match. Uh, personally, I was more entertained by the Roddy Piper Shawn Michaels match, but I can't sit here and just give everything to a Shawn Michaels match. True. Okay, so. I'm going to go the other one. I'm going to say Hulk Andre. Okay. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I it was. I, I think they were both fun. Yeah. I, I really thought it was a lot of energy on Hulk's side, and I enjoyed it. It was pretty cool. It is really cool seeing a human being that big. Like, mm-hmm. it is. It, it's also wild to me to see people throwing things at them. Yeah. Because, like. Well, I, they hated it. Didn't people hate him? Like. Yeah, but just in general, like, the malice at the palace happens. In the late 90s, early 2000s, where Detroit basketball players and Indiana basketball players go into the stands start beating people up. If your fans are throwing stuff at them. So, like, that kind of shit does not fly now. You can't throw stuff any on anything. They mm-hmm. stop. They get you. They throw you out. They ban you forever. Because you're going to start a riot. But this shit is just, like, the heyday. Like, you just see stuff getting pelted in. The refs catching stuff. It's pretty cool. It's, like, wild. It's, like, man, people are really... People really hype, so yeah, I forgot about that. That is true. That is. I really that enjoyed that just because it's really like a. We used to do that. Like we couldn't just go enjoy the thing. You got to throw stuff. I, mean, at I didn't do it, but yeah, people used to do that. I would imagine they're they're serving booze and stuff. This is definitely probably when they didn't have any cutoffs either, because because of that issue later on down the line in in the basketball game. That's when they stopped serving fans after like the seventh inning of a baseball game. Is that and, why? Yes, they do that because people got so drunk. Is at the end of the game. Or they just assume alcohol's involved. It's the end of the game that they don't want people... I'm sure alcohol is involved. Right, but they don't want people... Again, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to sit here for four hours and drink 15 beers, and then you, somebody's got to get in the car and drive home. I mean, it's not like everybody's being responsible, so I think it's 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 both. Right? You don't want somebody to start a riot, but then at the same time, you don't want to have, you know, anybody, any more drunk driving incidents than you need out there. So it was just interesting to see all that, because it was really a throwback. And it was cool because it's actually on, this is on primetime wrestling. So this is when we're actually starting to get into some of the stuff that is actually filmed and not grainy. So it's cool to just see that and be like, wow, it's, it's cool. Yeah. So I'm going to give it to that. Um, who do you think had the best hair? Remember, there's a lot of vignettes of other people in here because I, I know exactly where I'm going with it. Um, Who do I think had the best hair? I'm going to give it to Hulk because uh, he really takes the mullet to a new level of instead of having it short on top, it's just not there. Okay. And I mean, that that hairstyle, like, he has such an iconic Hulk Hogan hair situation. Um, and I know when we talk about WrestleMania, who I'm giving my hair to, and spoiler alert, it's not Hulk Hogan. So I feel like I need to give it to him now. Okay. That's it. That's my answer. That's a tweet. For all the stuff we watched, I'm giving it to Ric Flair. Okay. Because. It's, I mean, his hair is beautiful. I'm not going to. His hair is manicured and beautiful. It's uh, especially beautiful when it has a streak of red running through it. It's wonderful. <laughs> Maybe that'll Which, happen next week. I know. Yeah, no, his hair is. Uh, Who was best dressed? So It's so bright. It almost hurts your eyes. Yeah, it's, it's mesmerizing. It's captivating. I'll say that. Who was best dressed? Um, we're going to give it to Bobby Heenan on the sidelines of the Hulk Hogan 
Andre the Giant match. I'm going to give it to Vincent K. McMahon. <laughs> who said... Vincent Kennedy McMahon? Who said, this is a formal event. Mm-hmm. This could be the last meeting of Hulk Hogan. I'm going to wear a fucking tuxedo. <laughs> he did wear a tuxedo, didn't he? 100% wore a tuxedo. <laughs> I didn't even notice. That. That's the energy. Like, I thought he was in, like, a suit. Nope. You're right. 100% tuxedo. <laughs> black, tuxedo. black fucking tuxedo. He's cocky. <laughs> He's ready to go. He's a I cl- loved it. He's a, listen. I love that energy. Vince he's, McMahon. At that point, he's like, I'm a future billionaire. I am going to wear a fucking tuxedo. And he's going to be like, I, I, I make my it. own rules. <laughs> and no rules, just right. Vince McMahon. Oh, God. So, we've wrapped here. We've wrapped on the march. We've wrapped on the road. We watched the superstars. Yeah, and then the second superstars is really just, like, the April 4th superstars. Um... It is so much re-showing what happened at this. Like, you see the Andre match, you see the mm-hmm. Warrior match, you see the Shawn Michaels-Roddy Piper match. Mm-hmm. Well, we've also established, too, that these superstars are not filmed, you know, they're filmed and canned significantly before. So there's really... You're we're filmed not, and canned. True. So we're really not breaking any ground with any of the things that we're watching or showing at this point. They're cutting some promos as they need to, but right now, if you don't know... You better call somebody. Your cable provider. Your cable. You better provider. call your cable provider. Local cable provider. Yeah, no, they're really just um shoving these storylines into your mouth and down your throat. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> that is what she said, and they want you to order this WrestleMania, and I am really excited. To get past this WrestleMania, to get some fresh storylines. I don't know about you. I am too. And I'm going to say this. Right now, we're doing two weeks at a time, right? So we're we're watching this in uh, double speed. Mm-hmm. And I think we were saying the plan, or at least for now, the plan is to do this through 93. So then maybe 94, we'll try to do it week by week. Mm-hmm. And it'll line up with actual weeks that, you know, we're in in 2023. Um, but yeah, doing this double speed and I feel like these storylines have been here forever. So it's going to be really interesting to rewatch it in the, <laughs> in a year at the pace it's supposed to be rewatched, but it will be. double speed is nice for, for, for right now, I think. So we're going to, as you know, we love the three count. We love the rule of three. So we're going to have right now, before we go, what we think is going to be the best match at this WrestleMania. Mm. What we think has a chance to be the most surprising match in WrestleMania, and which one do we think is going to be the worst? So I think the worst match of this WrestleMania, when I look at this card... Well, let me look at the card. Hold on, let me pull up my card. Oh, no, you can keep going. I'm just So looking. I think the worst match of this WrestleMania is going to end up being... This is just what I think, without having seen it mm-hmm. uh, in many years. So I think the worst match might be... The Tatanka Martel match because I just don't really know enough about Tatanka at this stage on the big WrestleMania circuit to be like, are they going to be able to put on a good match? So yeah. I'm thinking that one may be the worst match. But again, we'll we'll be writing and talking about them next week. Um, but without having seen it, that's my thought. What about you? Which one do you think is going to be the worst? Do you think without having seen it? Do I think is going to be the worst? 
Um, uh, well, I think the eight man tag might, I don't know if it's going to be the worst, but it might be the one that I personally have glaze over the most during. Which it's, one are you getting up? It's Big Boss Man, Virgil, Sergeant Slaughter, and Jim Duggan against the Nasty Boys, Repo Man, and the Mountie. And it's just, that just seems like a lot. It seems like it could go two ways. Either be real fun, or it could be like, what is that? I don't know. So I was going to say, so what we'll do is, not the worst, but which one do you yeah. think, when they start to announce what it's going to be, you're going to get up, you're going to go to the bathroom, okay, Owen, get an adult Owen beverage. Hart and Skinner. Okay. And I mean, the thing is that I love Owen Hart. Now, if I'm watching this back at the time, I have yet to love Owen Hart. I do not like Skinner. He, I, I, We're following things yeah, along now. So so you're going to get up and you're going to walk in the other room. And you're going you're gonna to grab a slice of pizza yeah. from your uh, uh, Pizza Hut Bigfoot pizza tray. Mm-hmm. You're going to get that. You're going to fill up your little Mountain Dew. You're going to fill up your little Spritelet, your, your little tab, whatever you're drinking. To go back to the room, you're gonna wait online for the bathroom because you're having a WrestleMania party. You know that's the match that you're like, okay. Oh God, remember when you couldn't just pause? Things? No, that's what I'm saying. So live, which one are you gonna get up? It's it's it, it's like it, it, well, it's like this, so the theater. Owen Hart match is really number nine of ten. So maybe I, I'm telling you, I would probably get up at the eight man tag match. I'm gonna but keep. You also, that's what I'm doing. But you also don't necessarily know per se when they're gonna run these matches. So you know what matches are gonna be there, and you you have to remember. Think mm-hmm. think about it like a movie. You know, there's spots in a movie where you're like, okay, I want to wait for this, this. And then you, you, you get an idea like, okay, I, I got to go to the bathroom and grab a drink. Like, I know, you know you're going to miss right. something in a movie theater. But right. you're like, okay, this is the exposition dump. This is where I can just kind of move on. So, like, for me, it, it's that, it's it's that match that I said, you know. And yeah, for, you, for me, it's the eight-man tag. And especially knowing that, I mean, I wouldn't have known, but it is the middle match. So, it's the perfect time to get up, refresh your snackies, mm-hmm. use the bathroom, um... And I, I, I think that it's because there's really zero stakes in this match. Right. You know, and I'm sure it's really like a fun, like watching these veterans and blah, blah, blah. But like to me, especially at this time, I just would be like, eh, whatever, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've not go. been a huge. And that's right after the Bret Hart Roddy Piper match, which is, you know, one that I would be very excited to see. Is that is that going to be your most excited to see? I think... Like you're dialed in. Like this is the match I want to see. I want to be. I want the seat. I want the recliner right in front. Of, I want the recliner right in front of the television, and I want all the kids to move out of the way so I can see. <laughs> What's the match? Maybe I think it's t- that one. Yeah, but it's it's very closely that one and the Randy Savage Ric Flair match to me are are very closely. I'd have a hard time picking which one I was more excited to see. Okay. Probably Bret Hart Roddy Piper if you put a gun to my head, but. I mean, well, no, I'm very excited. I you're not. You excited. only get to sit in the big chair for one episode, so for one match. Okay, so I would, I would do Piper Brett. Yeah, I, 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 in this argument, since you've taken Piper, since I can't also have the seat. No, oh, is that is that the one you'd want the seat for? It is, but at the same time, I'm not really that upset about it because then I would not mind at all having the seat for. Um, flair macho man mm-hmm. because I, I i'll take it for that one then you yeah. know um the one i think that's gonna be most surprising or that that could be the most surprised the biggest surprise is that hogan sid match for me because 
I don't really have any expectations. I've been told now that Hulk Hogan might leave. Fine. Whatever. If he does, that'd be sad, obviously. But, I mean, like, I really, I don't know. And I just don't have a, you know, it, it, when, whenever it's somebody's going to leave type match, you always want to see how they end it. Because you never know if, you know, maybe bells get rang too early or, you know, whether or not You've pandemonium breaks mm. out. Like, you just, you never really know. Like, is, is someone going to screw themselves? Like, I don't even know. Uh, is Are there going to be, like, TV monitors destroyed? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. People going to spit on other people? loogies involved? Is it going to be, like, an amicable? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to go out on top? Are you not? You never know. So you, I, you I would, never, ever know. This one could surprise me, depending on what happens. Like Yeah. I, I feel bad saying that this one is definitely not one that I'm most excited about. Um... I'm middle, middle of the line. I'm excited. Okay. I really like Sid. I really like his, you know, energy. He's, you know, but usually these big guy matches are really cool in the beginning and the end of the match. But there's usually a lot of like standing there looking at each other going on. Right. You know, and uh, yeah. So, I mean, I actually don't, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I really wouldn't, I just don't expect it to be that great so which one do you expect to be good brett piper and savage flair but brett piper i i really have high expectations no, no. for the the oh. i hear you but i'm saying so you want to see that yeah yeah right but which one do you think has like you have no expectations but you but you, you maybe you'll be pleasantly surprised undertaker uh okay. Jeff roberts okay yeah because that's that's yeah. that's the question here the question yeah. is like what's that what's the one match where you're like Kind of intrigued. I'm probably uh, yeah. I'd say that's the one I'm third excited. And it could to be see. really good. Yeah, you yeah. know, like you never know. That could be really good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Jack Tunney says no snakes. Maybe snakes show up. I don't know. It could be really good. You never know. You never know when a snake is going to show never, up. Is, is somebody going to put in a body bag? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know either. And I'm, I'm ready to find out. So we'll be back next week. Yeah. And we are going to be uh, actually watching this WrestleMania, and we're going to give you the rundown. Unfortunately. We will not be able to see the Bushwhackers versus the Beverly Brothers. It is a dark match. Oh. So I think you all need to temper your expectations with that. Well, there's big Bushwhacker and Beverly Brother Nation out there. I know. I'm not. I'm saying we're going to get to see it. So, as we're accustomed to do, we must bid you adieu. Jen? Yes? What do we know? We know that you should take your vitamins. Uh-huh. You should keep training. Mm-hmm. Um, you should say your prayers. Mm-hmm. And you should keep in mind that anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. Is this the end of Hogan?